Hello there, and welcome to the Lone Army Podcast. What's up? Uh, I'm Noah Maddox, and the what's up is coming from Ronan Briscoe. That would be me. Yeah. Uh, it's not coming home, by the way, in case you didn't know. No, no. It's not. It did not. It wasn't even close. Uh, well, it was. It was, it, close. It was close. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was close. It was very close. Um, of course, referring to the uh, Euro 2020 final between Italy and uh, England. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about uh, Nashville, Atlanta uh, on Thursday night, last Thursday night. Uh, uh, we're going to talk, obviously, the England-Italy uh, match. Uh, we're going to go over the Gold Cup starting this weekend. Um, and the U.S.'s opener last night against uh, against Haiti. Uh, and Lionel Messi, finally... Lionel Pessi finally has finally an has an international, international trophy that's not the Olympics or the under or the under what seventeen World Cup or something like that. Um, first major international tournament right win. Maradona never won a Copa. Hey, he didn't. Um, yeah, uh, as you can probably tell, my voice is a little shot. Uh, I don't know what happened this weekend. It just kind of disappeared on me, and then yeah. Is slowly coming back, but it's better than yesterday by a lot. So that's good. Um, so first off, uh, Nashville two, Atlanta two, uh, or sorry, Nashville two to Atlanta. Um, a new highest attendance number for this season at twenty two thousand nine hundred thirteen. Uh, I don't know what do we say like four or five hundred were Atlanta fans probably. Uh, a thousand. A thousand, maybe? I'll say a thousand. A thousand? There, okay, so there's like, and I explained this on Twitter, too, when I was arguing with another Atlanta fan, um, again, about attendance, again. Um, there was maybe 70, like, I'm being generous here, 75 in the actual away supporter section. Um, no, there's a little more than that. 75. At least, in, in that se- In that, just that one section. I'd say 100, to be fair. They but. were all in one big group. Yeah. So it's at 75, dude. I'm telling you. Okay. We can say 100 just for cleaner math. Yes. That's, 100, that was, yeah. 100 there. On the other side of the Heineken tarp, uh, maybe 300 in that section. Uh, Which, 300, 400? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're uh, looking across at, the, uh, like, the, um, like where the Titans is yeah, spelled the corner, out. Yeah, the corner tarp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah about Three, four hundred there, just like dispersed, and then the and then five hundred everywhere else across the stadium, including um, behind the goal. Yeah, we need to talk about Nissan Stadium because they let Atlanta supporters into our supporter section, which they're not supposed to do, right? Like, did you see some? Yeah, I saw some. Uh, but yeah, they're not supposed to allow Atlanta supporters into our supporter section, obviously, uh, just for safety reasons. When, yeah, when asked. Whether they could, you know, be moved somewhere else, Nissan Stadium was like, "Well, they have a ticket." I saw, I yeah, saw but they're say not. That on Twitter. They're yeah, not supposed they're to not be there. Supposed to be there. And they it's were telling, general admission for. They were telling us not to swear, which there's Atlanta? a big sign. No. Oh, okay. The supporter section, which there's a big sign as you walk into the supporter section that lets you know what you're gonna hear. It's like a um in this section. It's like one of those like uh. I don't know, disturbance warnings or whatever. 
It's like graphic images, it's a, you know, warning. Yeah. In it, this, it literally says, like, look, there's going to be a lot of noise here. There's going to be, there may be smoke. There's going to be swearing. Because that, like, if the got, chance, yeah, if, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Have swear words in them. Yeah. God forbid. Um, but yeah, it, you know, if you're with your kid and you don't want to hear that, go sit somewhere else. Yeah. And you can. Yeah. Like, it's not like anyone's going to check you at a soccer game. Right. They will check you at a tight. They they will yes, uh, and they're going to check you at the World Cup qualifier in September too. They will yeah. They're not going. Which check is you why at we're actually going to buy a ticket. I'm know. not sitting with the outlaws. I'm not going to lie. Dropping bank to, yeah. Watch dropping the NFL there. price tickets right. probably. Uh, it's going to be worth. Are you, you going to sit with the outlaws? No. Can I'll be honest. It's weird. Really, I've never sat with them. No, I, I've never sat with them either, but, like, the idea of having an organized supporters group for, for a your, national team yeah, it is, is weird. Yeah, it's strange, yeah. Like, it should be everyone is the, it's like... Weird if, how, <laughs> it's weird how, like, I don't know of any other country where people become fans of the national team first and then their local club second. Uh, so maybe that's the reason we do it. I know we're not the only country that has one. No, but it's still, like... Weird. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Like it should be everyone is involved. I said in th- the I said this in a past episode. It may have been last week. The I believe chant. It's only fun if you're the one starting it. It's it's really corny. Like we said, it peaked in high school, just like most everyone else. Yeah, it's it's literally the simplest chant you can have, and it it doesn't say anything creative. It's I don't not personally. Funny. I don't join in with it. I mean, I will just like if the rest of the stadium's going with it, but I, I just, just we got to. There's got to be something better. Yeah. Uh, good news for neutral or people that appreciate watching good players. Alfonso Davies, uh, I saw will not need surgery. He'll just miss oh, some like yeah. preseason stuff for uh, Byron for Byron. Um, from the sound of it though he should be back for that game for september yeah, yeah. so was uh, jonathan david yes um okay so we got through the first point under yeah. the <laughs> nashville <laughs> the new highest attendance uh they brought out uh ake lobo before the game yep as well i cannot wait to see him on the pitch hopefully against chicago this saturday uh, i'd be willing to bet he at least comes on as a sub I don't I think, think it, I think I he got to start Sapong again just because he's, he's just so well. yeah he's been really really good uh, CJ Sapong has um, but I do think Loba will appear. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we ditched the three at the back just for this game. Yeah, to get two strikers on the pitch, I would not be opposed to that as Maybe, well. Like I don't know, it's hard. It'd be hard to ask Dax to be the only DM. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like you, what you could do is. You know, a normal back four, Lovitz, Romney, Mayer, uh, Nealis, I guess would have to play that other fullback spot. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's capable. Not Mwil. <laughs> no. Mwil played pretty bad. Yeah, he wasn't uh, great. We'll get to we'll get to. But, yeah, Mwil so that, that back four, and then, then in the middle, it would be Dax and then Hani. And then out wide, it'd be um, Leal and, and Hawkinson. Luke, in I my guess. Opinion. Yeah. Hawkinson. He hasn't been that bad. Um, Didn't have a great game Thursday, but... He only played for, like, what, 10 minutes, maybe? Got a yellow 15? card, though. On a, in Like, 30 seconds in. <laughs> Still. 
Um, okay, so once again, Nashville conceding goals that were not an open play. A free kick and a corner. The free kick was not a it was not directly scored from the kick that was free. It was scored off like the cross. Um Yeah. And that was like ninety five per to hundred percent on Alex Boyle. Uh, right. he kinda kind of allowed uh Anton walks to just out muscle him to get inside position. Uh, and it didn't like he seemed like he tried to fight back a little, but like he got beat off the first step. Yeah. Um at the far post. You can't let that happen. Uh one nil Atlanta after like five minutes. Um I thought the uh that that's the first goal. Uh as the game went on, I think that uh the three four one two wasn't that bad. Um this game at least was more even in terms of like possession. Other than that, it was one sided. Right. Uh in open play. Um I thought the movement and interplay, I think they've really like kind of uh gelled in this specific formation, I think. I think CJ Sapong is hold up play and and uh and and kind of those little, you know, little movements. Uh, he has with you know Leal and and the midfield. I think he's really really playing a lot better as this season has kind of went on. Uh, I think that uh, well okay, let's get to the second goal. Well, yeah, second goal for Atlanta is off a corner. Uh, that's the off that corner is really is really where. It, you could see they missed Walker Zimmerman. Right. There was no command, I guess, of, like, the box. You know, Willis has, you know, Willis, the, the goalkeeper, you know, you have, like, the six-yard box is yours. Um, this one wasn't in the six-yard box, really. Yeah. Um, didn't have anyone to really take control and get it out of the box. Uh, it's not that Nashville has not conceded any set-piece goals with Zimmerman in, uh, but he has limited them and you always feel more secure when he's when he's uh when he's out there and of course he's not going to be out there for what like a month right because of international uh, duty if not more yeah um so the Nashville goals um Ani Baba got the start for Walker Zimmerman uh and he scored within what like 18 minutes I think let me see uh, he scored. Uh, it wasn't too long after Atlanta's first goal. Fourteen minutes, so like nine minutes after Atlanta's goal, scored off a corner as well. Uh, all four goals in this game were scored in not an open play. By the way, a good header away, down and away. Exactly how you want to teach it or do it, I guess. Uh, and then right out of halftime. I went a penalty on a handball, I think. Yeah, horrible handball. Yeah, should have been a red in my opinion. Yeah, dude, like Stuck seriously, just jumped up yeah. and swatted at the ball. Uh, from our position behind the flags, he was right in front of us. I know, but I couldn't see it as well. I just like saw the reaction, but as seeing it on replay, seeing it, you know, uh, after yeah. it was very, very obvious and probably should have been at least a yellow, if not. It a was red. a yellow. It was. Yeah, he okay. should have gotten a red. Probably a red. Hundred percent intentional handball. In Which the box, makes, by the way, makes no sense. It's not like the ball was going anywhere near the goal. Right, it was at least at the very best hitting the side netting. Yeah, uh, Hani right down the middle, two one, and then like less than ten minutes later, CJ scores. Uh, CJ Sapong, um, 
gets on the end of like a header that's back across goal. Yeah, and is offside. And is offside by I didn't personally I didn't think he was offsides. Uh on replay he was off. On replay it was off a little. He's I thought at first the ball was played like across and he was level with the ball when it was played. At first I like when they called it I uh, I was dumbfounded because I thought it came off the defender. Uh yeah, it did neither of those things yeah. in the end. Um and then the fourth goal like we were celebrating but like I knew that that one was coming back. Like yeah. he was miles off sides. Miles off. Um and then, like two or three minutes after the fourth goal, the air quotes were on fourth goal, Jackson Conway uh, gets that Atlanta second goal off the corner that we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate to not get three points. Uh, and then Jake It's a Mulraney, 4-2 win in my book. <laughs> Jake Mulraney gets sent off in the 74th minute. Uh, the red card itself, uh, kind of, it was kind of Light. Icky. It was light. Yeah. I don't think I um, I wouldn't have given it as red the touch and it, and and it's solely because the touch by Leal takes him farther away from the goal and there was another defender there straightforward kind of unlucky uh, and I guess you know to even it out we it's one of those Nashville where, like, did not provide any threat after he got sent off I understand where like what the ref was seeing right I just wouldn't have called it that and that's fair fair far that's fair. Um, Moreni obviously missed the next match for Atlanta. Uh, it's unfortunate to get a home draw against them uh, because of how depleted they are. Uh, they have a lot of players out for international duty in the Gold Cup, and then on top of that, injuries and COVID problems and just everything. Right. Uh, I think this is one if you know you miss a spot. At the end of the season, this is one that you'll look back at and be like, yeah, we should have gotten three points from this one. Uh, After the game, I was like, Nashville's sitting in fifth right now in the East. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I think the goal is obviously make the playoffs, get a playoff spot. It would be incredible to host another playoff game, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's the goal for this season. You know, you have you have yeah. like Champions League spots in England or whatever. Uh, hosting the first round of the playoffs would be get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Exceptional, so that yeah. we get CCL next year. Is that okay? Eastern Conference Final is that guaranteed? It, once you get there, I you think I could be totally wrong about that. I'm pretty sure the conference finalists and. So it's the conference finalists, the U.S. Open Cup winner, usually in normal seasons. Uh, last year was different. I think it's the conference finalists, the U.S. Open Cup winner, uh, and then the Supporter Shield winner. If it's not one of the conference finalists, yeah. And then it's the best finish, the best finishing team in the Supporter Shield table that doesn't have a CCL berth. Yeah, I think. Um. Yeah, that would that would be pretty to open up the new stadium uh, with a, with a CCL, CCL game. game. That would be although, although I don't think like the, I don't think you the would construction be able. timelines they're looking at. We may if you made CCL, season, I don't think you'd be able start to season in Nissan. Yeah, yeah, um, which is fine if you have a CCL game at Nissan. <clears throat> excuse me, 
not going to complain. No, because it's more people that can come. Right. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I think moving forward, you know, three points, you're going to look back at this one. But uh, the rest, it's Chicago on Saturday, very favorable. Probably should get three points from that one. Okay, so I have the CCL. Okay, go ahead. Uh, three berths are allocated through regular season playoffs. The MLS Cup winner, the Supporter Shield winner, and the other regular season conference winner. So it's the two MLS Cup finalists and Supporter Shield. The fourth berth is allocated to the winner of this domestic cup competition. Uh, if a Canada-based team occupies any MLS allocated berth or any U.S.-based team qualifies for the Champions League by more than one method, the Champions League place is allocated to the U.S.-based team with the best MLS regular season record, which has failed to otherwise qualify. Hmm. So okay, so so conference finals doesn't really mean much. Basically, no. So you'd have to make the final. Most of the last few seasons where Toronto's been dominating the East, it's been that it's been the team that makes it out of the West. Uh, it's been whoever won the Supporters Shield, and then two other teams. Yeah. Um. From lower in the table. So maybe CCL's a bitch. A bit too far away this season. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Hey, but maybe. Hey, you never know. You never know. I think this team plays as long as they shore up the defense and get everyone back at the same time. As long as we practice set pieces. <laughs> Defending them. Defending set Defending pieces. Defending them. Um, okay. Uh, we'll talk. They play Chicago this weekend. Um, let's Let's see here. Chicago this Saturday, Columbus on Wednesday night in Columbus, uh, then hosting Cincinnati again. So, <clears throat> really, and then Toronto in Florida, right? Is that where they're playing? They're playing in Miami or Orlando? Yeah. Um, the next four games are very, very favorable. Columbus is probably the most difficult one out of them all. Columbus is the most depleted team in the league. Oh, really? By More far. than Atlanta? Granted, we're going to Columbus. Midweek, uh, so tough. midweek, which... Going to Columbus is tough. Yeah, just in general. Uh, but they're going to be without... Basically, the only players from their full-strength starting 11 that are starting right now are Darlington, Nagby, and Lincoln Center Lions. Which, don't get me wrong. They're good, but... Can create 15 goals a game by themselves. But they're without a lot of pieces through injury or Gold Cup or whatever. Right. Uh, one of their players was starting in the Gold Cup game last night. Yeah. Uh, hit the side netting. Horrible lineup. We'll get to the United States in a minute. But first, we're going to go across the pond to London. Right. Uh, England won it. Won Italy. Italy win three to two on penalties. Where have you heard that one before? England losing on penalties. Uh, you didn't hear it in the last World Cup, did you? No, they beat Colombia on penalties. They did. They did not beat Italy this <laughs> this time. Uh, yeah, really weird game. Uh, well, not really weird. It was. Italy deserved it, to win in normal time. I I like we said before I. Believe one one was fair, er than one team winning. I don't really think either. I'll team just repeat what I said before the, before we started recording. 
or England scored and then started playing terrorism ball. Not immediately, but they got to that point quicker than prime, they should have. Prime Sean Dyche Burnley Brexit ball, dude. <laughs> um, they 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 scored. Italy so were early. Italy were terrible. Um, for the first 20, 30 minutes, and usually. Then, then they grew into it, and by halftime, I think it was fair. I think it was Italy. You could tell they were going to find a goal somewhere. Usually, your pregame plans get thrown out by conceding an early goal, not by scoring. Yeah, never seen a team before that's had to throw out their complete game plan. Well, Champions League here, scoring. here I will provide one counter to that: the Champions League final between Liverpool and Tottenham, very similar, except Liverpool got the second goal instead of Tottenham. Right. Because they're winning. But it's not like Liverpool were playing Brexit ball either. No, but it kind of ruined the game. Not ruined, but like, you know, it was not as... Um, but that's not because Liverpool's game plan had to be thrown out. It was because Spurs' game plan had to be thrown out. Right, but it's still... I don't know, I think the early penalty kind of... the er, My point is the early goal kind of put a damper on the team that was winning and the way they played. It was more of a don't concede more than go score second. Um, which with England going a whole tournament without conceding an open play, I mean that's something to yeah, like you know, acknowledge at the same time, the attacking talent that they have. Granted, Phil Foden did not uh, was not available. Picked up a small injury. Yeah, some foot. Probably picked up in training. Training, Training yeah. Uh, Very unfortunate. I don't think he would have changed anything, to be honest with you. Looking back, I don't think that he would have been put on early enough to do anything. No. I thought it was weird when they were playing Denmark, too, that, like, Southgate uses one sub in regular time. Yeah, very strange. He used one sub against Denmark before extra time and then only used, like, two in extra time. Uh, I think he used all of them. This yeah, because he brought on people to take penalties and yeah, they all and then, missed. Uh, yeah, so which get is to the penalty one of, shootout. which is one of my well, okay. Before we will, Luke Shaw, like we uh, alluded to, scored within the first two minutes. Uh, a really nice goal. Um, he he good ball in. He actually began the move uh, by getting at playing out of pressure, finding Harry Kane, who uh, had. Bundles of space to then find Trippier, 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 Kieran Trippier on the right side. He kind of pauses for an extra moment. You know, you think he's about to send the ball in, and then he pauses that half second uh, and floats one of the back post. And Chiesa, who was brilliant, uh, by not by far, I think he was Italy's best player for the what seventy minutes he was on. Sixty-five. I think he came off before Bonucci's goal. Um, Chiesa was incredible. Uh, he was the main one creating chaos, as you might call it. Um, good chaos if you're Italy, chaos in the negative connotational term if you're England. Um, a really nice, a really nice finish from Luke Shaw, who finished the tournament with three assists and a goal. Uh, I think he's done himself really proud. I think he was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, especially this whole tournament. Um, but a really nice finish. Uh, a good ball in before the game when we saw Trippier was recalled 
uh, kind of actually very surprised. Surprise me. I was surprised. He, he was, why? I thought if you're gonna, I just thought he was gonna start Saka again. Uh, but like the team that Italy you thought were gonna put out, especially with Insignia was on that side. I oh, guess. Tell me, it's I, not like even though England started it's not with like three. At the you back. have Kyle Walker. Like I don't know. You have Kyle Walker on that side. I don't really think it's like his pace is fine. Uh, I was surprised Trippier was starting, um, but he it, Southgate made me look like a fool at least two minutes in. <laughs> it's a good ball in by him. Like I said, Southgate makes really weird decisions in his lineups, but like pregame lineups. Pre-game. We'll go pre-game. Dur- during the game, he, he he can make some odd decisions that don't always work out. Uh, but, like, yeah. pre-game, he, he makes decisions that, like, no one expects him. Like, Yeah, okay. It and always I think works. You can blame Southgate for a number of things that happened uh, yesterday. Uh, you can blame him for bringing on Sancho and Rashford and basically setting them up to fail. Uh, because I don't like when you bring people on specifically for penalties. Historically, I don't know how promising that or how good that's worked. Every time I've seen it, they've missed. Every time. Happened in the World Cup in 2016, I remember. I don't remember who was playing. I just remember that it happened. Um, It may have been the Netherlands-Argentina shootout. I'm not sure. Um, Every time I've seen it, like I said, it has never worked out. Right. I hate it. I get it. They come in cold. I understand. I understand one side. No, because, like, you want, like. You want your best penalty takers out there, but when they're cold like that, they have not. If you bring them on 10 minutes before, I'm more confident, and I think Rashford actually scores his. I don't, I, I mean. They're cold. I don't. I don't like that. That's basically their first touch of the ball is a penalty in the European Championships final, at home. <laughs> like that is the the only game with more pressure is the World Cup final. Yeah. In terms of that kind of thing, and they're coming in haven't kicked a ball yet, and right. that's their first touch. And you have a massive keeper in Donnarumma in goal <laughs> that provides another layer layer of like mental hurdle, basically. Yeah. Um, Bonucci equalized. We'll go back a minute, back a little ways. Uh, the Italian goal, uh, completely deserved. Um, with the way they were playing in that second half, the twenty-two minutes before the goal, or I guess twenty, you knew they were going to get a goal from something. Um, you didn't know what how they were going to score, but you knew that they were going to find a goal. Uh, you knew it wasn't going to end one nil England with the way that England were playing at that point. Um, it was off a corner, so once again, not an open play goal conceded. Uh, kind of a mad scramble in front of Pickford. Uh, he makes a really good save initially, uh, but Benucci is right there on the doorstep to just pass, just yeah, knock it, it in. No chance. Um, I saw a stat that Benucci and Chiellini were not dribbled past in this tournament. Really? Yeah. Which is kind of insane. <laughs> Cuz Chiellini's what 34? And I thought and we thought he was Chiellini's done. Chiellini's 38. We, we thought he was done with the we thought he was done like after the uh was it Turkey that he came out early? Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, maybe it, it was one of the group turkey games or he, whales. It was well, one of the group games. He was kind of gimpy. Well, and then he like came it. off and just put his feet up, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that might be it. Well, he's 38. Yeah, he's yeah. 38. He's cramping. Yep. Uh, actually, let's look that up real quick. What is he? How old is he's he? He's 38. Are you saying that because you just looked at 36. 36. Okay. okay. Got to be fair to Chiellini. Uh, How old is Benucci's 34, right? Benucci's 34. Um, yeah. Two defenders scoring in the Euros European Championship final. Uh, like we said, really nice finish for Luke Shaw. Benucci, a mad scramble, just got his foot to it before anyone else did. Um, my next point that I put here was I feel so bad for Bakayo Saka. Right. I feel so bad. I think he was put in a terrible spot taking the fifth penalty of the shootout for England. He's 19. Um, he's a brilliant player. When he came on as a sub for Trippier, I thought that he never grew into the game like he did when he started against Denmark. You know, he started off kind of shaky in the first 15 minutes against Denmark and then grew into it, and by the time he got subbed off was actually really good. Right. Uh, I don't think when he su- got subbed on, I don't think he ever grew into the game. Fair. I, I mean, he's 19, Euro final. He was really nervous. And he kind of played like it. Passes that, were behind. That Arsenal small club mentality, dude. I'm telling no. you. Yeah, it is. 100%. Absolutely not. He's, he's got that Arsenal blood in him. He's 19. Don't do that to him. I didn't do it to him. Southgate did it to him. Oh, Southgate <laughs> didn't do it to him. <laughs> yes, he did. It was Mikel Arteta. Saka hasn't even taken a senior penalty before last night. Arteta still implanted that small okay, club sure. mentality. Okay. Small club mentality. Sure. Uh, seriously though, a terrible spot. Your first ever senior penalty, and it's as the Decisive penalty to yeah. keep your country in the, Euros. in the shootout against Donnarumma, who was named as the player of the tournament, actually, which is, I believe, was the first goalkeeper to ever win that award for the Euros. Um, and. The, and I will say also, I wrote this down. The people that missed, I I kind of knew they were going to miss. Uh, Bellotti for Italy, I knew he was going to miss as soon as he walked up. I was like, yeah, he's not, he's not scoring this. Um, my buddy I was watching with was like, he has the face that just tells me he's going to miss. Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't watch. He doesn't watch because like watch games usually look like. I'm going to sound weird saying this, but he he doesn't look Italian. <laughs> he he looks. French, yeah, I don't know, but like something. But like you know, you've got you've got Chiellini, who like if if you were to you know ask someone who's never seen the Italian national, just throw three to pictures, draw, yeah, to draw what an Italian soccer player looks like. You get something Italian resembling Chiellini. You know, Chiellini, yeah, Chiellini looks like an Italian soccer player. Donnarumma looks like an Italian soccer player. Bonucci, Insigne, yeah. Uh, the Italians look Italian. They look Italian. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And he doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, but seriously, my buddy I was with was, you know, he doesn't watch professional football, soccer. He doesn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, he used to play, like me and him, we played in high school, but 
and he enjoyed playing. He just can't stand to watch it. Right. And I understand where he comes from with that. I was like, hey, come on over. This game is not going to be boring necessarily until England scored two minutes in. Yeah. And then it was kind of... <laughs> and then it was terrible. Um, but he watched, and the the even him, like a penalty shootout in games like this, you know, people, if, if they lose or, you know, whatever, it's like... It's the Are worst we really way gonna, to lose, but it's the best way to win, dude. Dude, it's incredible. The amount of adrenaline and emotion that you are you have, even as a neutral, is insane. Like I don't think take NHL for example, they have shootouts in the regular season just to eliminate games from being, you know, six years when they yeah. play. You know, but it's an already demanding. Goal in hockey, nothing like it. No, uh, yeah, um. But they don't have shootouts. I saw someone like, well, imagine if you had shootouts in hockey. Well, it's not quite this. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but at the same time. MLS tried out hockey shootouts when it first started. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same, but it's, it's I'd argue it's more fun. Maybe. Uh, the the but, MLS shootouts. Yeah, but I'm the anxiety of penalty kicks. Like, even him who doesn't. He doesn't really know who like he doesn't keep up he doesn't keep up with it for you know he just you know doesn't yeah really care to watch it because you know he'd much rather be playing because of you know and it makes sense loves to run or used to at least um even More he like he, no he's very I'm much sorry, not <laughs> <laughs> he was a fullback that got up and down the field at all times was the fastest dude on our team <laughs> uh but yeah, like we were so emotionally invested and I was a bit more so because I knew everyone that was taking, like I knew everyone that was in the, in the game that was on the pitch. Yeah, I knew where they were from, you know, you kind of know some background, like, you know, that, you know, even the earlier games in the tournament, they, against Spain, they just had taken a, they just had won a penalty shootout against Spain in the semifinals. Yeah. Um, Uh, and like I just knew that Bilotti was gonna miss. I had a feeling Rashford was gonna miss. I had a feeling Sancho was gonna miss, and those two they have a small club mentality too. To be fair, McGuire scored his though. Right, but he was born he's at a cent- Leicester. Which he's is, a okay, fair. He's a, he's a Leicester big club mentality. <laughs> they they breed big club mentalities. I actually like United. When I saw when I saw Maguire stride up, I was like, "Wow!" That's, if you analyze that's... it closely, England lost because of Penandes. Because he, he takes all the penalties all the pen- away from. He takes all the penalties at United. But Sancho's so, from so Rashford can't practice them. Well, it's also Parco Poise's fault. <laughs> Parco Poise takes all the penalties at Dortmund, so Sancho can't practice. Uh, okay, fair. Um. If you, don't know what, if you don't know what I'm referencing, uh, copy pastas after galore. after the semifinal. So so obviously soccer Twitter, the Pinaldo joke and Pessy jokes are everywhere. So ESPN FC has a segment they do after big games where like they just you know invite people to ask questions on Twitter and they they answer some of them on the broadcast. Uh, I don't know who the uh, producer is that selected this tweet, but they selected one. That said, and I quote, if you analyze it closely, Spain lost because of Pinaldo. <laughs> he takes all the pens at Juve, so Morata can't practice them. It's all Pinaldo's fault in my eyes. And they said it on air. 
and it's probably word for word probably one of the funniest moments I've ever seen in sports television. Um, and yeah, that's that's what I was going for with the with the Panandas and Parco Poise. Perling Poland. Uh, seriously though, who I, even takes pens at Arsenal? I'd make the joke with Saka, but Alba, Abamyang, and um, well, he's already got a P in his name, so Pierre, Pierre Pemrick, Abamyang. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how that one would go. Penbamyang, that one would be kind of lame. Um. Seriously, though, when bringing on, like I said, substitutes is to take penalties, I had a feeling they were going to miss. Um, and then Georginia strides up, and I'm like, oh, here we go. That's game. And then Pickford saves it. Yeah. Well, with Jorginho, you I'm like. You couldn't have asked any more this whole tournament from Jordan Pickford. He was, I mean, he was, he's solid. He's great. He's he did great. what he needed to do. Um, Jorginho, I didn't think, I was like, pick, okay. Pickford had come close twice in the Premier League to saving Jorginho's penalties. He's kind of figured out the timing of uh, of his you know his run up and pause, and he held his ground, which He's, is yeah. so hard to do. He held his ground, so, and Jorginho didn't he didn't have anywhere to go based off Pickford. He had to choose, and Pickford easily read it. Well, not easily. He it was an incredible save and almost went off his back. Yeah, Jorginho does. If you don't watch. Chelsea a lot. He does this little hop before the penalty is hit. A lot of players they'll do the same, not the same thing. He does the hop if he's going left. They'll do a stutter step for the same reason. Yeah, which is that like it gives them an extra second to see which way the keepers. Because diving. the keepers have timing right. based on the run ups of regular right. people. Basically, the yeah. only chance you have as a keeper is to guess beforehand. Yeah, and hope you picked right. So the hop in Jorginho's case and the stutter step in Neymar and Lewandowski's case, to yeah. be, for an example, it gives them an extra second to see which direction the keepers are diving and they can just put it on the other side. Uh, but Pickford held his ground and didn't move. Yeah, so what they're, what they're looking for is one knee is going to rise off the ground. Whichever knee rises off the ground, that's the direction they're diving because that's their plant foot. Yeah. Um, Pickford didn't do that. He kept both feet flat on the ground and reacted to the penalty as it came in. because It was an incredible save. Because of the way Jorginho takes his penalties, he doesn't often put a lot of pace on them. Right, because he can just pass it. Yeah, he can just pass it into the other corner. Yeah. Uh, And because Pickford kept his feet flat, he had enough time, just barely enough time. Yeah, he barely got a hand on it, and it went off the post, um, which, you know. And off his own back. and, And almost went in, but didn't. Um. And for those, like, 30 seconds to a minute. Like, we went crazy. That was incredible. Yeah. Because um, it was, what, four like we're not we're, saved in a like, row? We're not rooting for one Either of one. the two sides. The moment was incredible. Like, yeah. Jorginho, they're, like, he, you don't save his penalties because you always are going before he takes them. Yeah. It was, what, like, four saved penalties in a row? Yeah. Well, four missed because Rashford hit the post. Rashford and then Jorginho... No, Italy hit one. Italy had hit the one because that's how they got up three two. Yeah, from I don't I don't remember. Um, yeah, I have no clue who took it. Um, Berardi maybe he took the first one I think because that's the one that was Benucci? saved. May have been Benucci. Bernadeschi maybe maybe it was it was one of them. But anyway, 
Um, so, yeah, four out the, of five. For that minute between the Pickford save and Saka coming up, like, that was that was incredible. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, here we go. England's about to get back in it and steal it. Yeah, no, like. And then Saka honest, comes up. I saw Saka come up. He looked confident. He looked fine. He looked confident. He just put it into the wrong. He, the, Bonucci read him because Saka, Ruma, Saka hasn't guessed taken, right. Yeah. That's Saka hasn't taken a senior penalty before. Donnarumma read him and guessed right, and he's massive and can get to just Huge. about anything. Good eye racer too. Uh, yeah, yeah. The weird tangent I'm gonna go on, but uh, when COVID was bigger, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings one time. Yeah, and they had a, uh, uh, a like a celebrity eye racing event going on, and him and his brother and I think uh, a few other footballers were in it. I know Courtois was. Yeah. Courtois loves ice, eye racing, by the way. Uh, but yeah, they were both in it, and like, dude, Donnarumma was running it. Yeah, they were they were running. I don't remember which circuit it was. It may have been like Azerbaijan or something. Or Monaco. <laughs> it was either Azerbaijan or Monaco. But yeah, Donnarumma was taking great lines throughout it. So yeah, great driver, great goalkeeper, dude. Yeah, he uh, just go sit behind yeah. Kaylor Navas. I mean, he won the. Yeah, uh, unfortunate for Navas. He's really good. Yeah, he's also 38. And also old, but yeah, Donnarumma's like 24. 22. 22. Yeah, that's Think insane. About that. That's wild. <laughs> Think, okay. Italy's set for Keepers, 15 years at, yeah, at keeper, at more. least. Maybe seven, 17, 18? Buffon's 40 and still playing at a fairly high level. So 18's fair. Yeah. 18 years. 20 years. They're set for two decades. That's insane. Again. Mind you, they found Buffon at like 16 too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, yeah. They gave Donnarumma his first Italy start at 17. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Italy, it's now 34. Match unbeaten run. Yeah, since, since not qualifying for the World Cup. Yeah, behind Mancini. Mancino. Mancini. Man City. Uh, I forgot he mozzarella. I forgot he lost to Wigan in the FA Cup final. Mancino. Well, yeah, both Manc- sets of fans Mancino. are terrible. Mancini, I'm sorry. Both sets of fans are terrible and racist. Yeah. Um. I I we don't live in England, so I've heard things about what this team for England has done in terms of you know positive change. I guess. Yeah. I've heard heard kids. about it. Yeah, rash for feeding kids and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The um, so I can't we can't really you know go in depth about the positive the positive impact that this specific English team had right. Um, we can only react can to about the negative. Kind of what comes at what comes out. Uh, the A Rashford of- mural was defaced almost. Yeah, it's been covered up now. Yeah, that one lady I think it was one yeah. lady put you know but yeah papers no it, it it was honestly one of my first thoughts just knowing how England fans are. And how the English media is. Yeah, um, we won't go into too much detail because it's just uh, gross. Not great, just in general. But yeah, one of my first thoughts after the game was that, like, uh, given how racist uh, English media often is and how racist a lot of the English public can be, not most, not, but a lot of yeah. England fans. Like, can there be. are cases. Of evidence when, when 
I mean, they're in a Euro final. They're in a final for the first time since 1966. And, you know, how English fans are, and it's three young black players that miss their penalties in a row. Yeah. The first thing you have to think of is what they're going to see the second they open Instagram. Yeah, and there were already reports of... Five minutes. Yeah. Not, not even. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about Sancho and... Uh, but it was definitely Saka, Rashford. for sure. Saka, within five minutes, was getting monkey and gorilla emojis in his Instagram comments. Uh, that's not to say that Italians aren't racist. Italian football has is uh, some of the worst in fans Syria, in Syria, uh, well-documented. Some of the worst fans in the world. Bonucci is complicit. Uh, yeah, the statement he had A couple years ago. Lukaku. Co- no, not, oh, not Lukaku. Yeah, a couple years ago, Moise Ken, Keen, Ken. Who plays for PSG now, by the uh, way. No, On loan from Everton. PSG. It is PSG. Uh, but, yeah, he, he was at Juve because that's where he came up. Yeah. He scores a goal, I think it was against Torino. Sounds about right. Uh, he goes, and they had been, you know, they had been, you know, doing what fancy. They were talking crap to him all game. It wasn't anything super serious. But, you know, he scores, and he goes, and he stands in front of him and holds his arms to the side, like, out, like, yeah, uh, like Harry Kane's celebration except standing up. Right. Uh, and, you know, they start throwing monkey chants at him. Yeah. And then after the game, they asked Benucci, who's the... On his team. His captain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Benucci was like, yeah, the blame's 50-50. There's no 50-50 There's no blame. 50-50. It's 100-0. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's 50-50 because Moyes should have celebrated with his teammates instead of in front of the fans, but the fans shouldn't have reacted that way. Dude. No, there's it's dude. just the fans shouldn't have reacted dude. that way. Um, yeah, it's but yeah. Uh props and Lazio to Lazio fans are some of the worst in the world too. Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's it's not ideal no. all around. Um but props to Italy. Um the turnaround was incredible. Um we're neutrals, so we're not in England. We're not part of, you know, we don't have a rooting interest in any of these no. countries. Unless, unless, you know. Yeah. Um, you're a dual net or have heritage. Something. Us two specifically don't have a every rooting person, interest. Every person in this country that, you know, can even kind of claim a shred of Italian heritage. Definitely did. Yeah. Uh, and it, we're all it's just getting the gabagoo. Uh, on Twitter, it's just you know when the timeline's all about the uh, Welsh this game. The Welsh, Irish, and Scottish were also the biggest Italians last night. Too. I mean, sure, prop. I mean, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as a neutral, and you as a neutral as well, yeah. it, this Italian team was oh. so much fun to watch. Yeah. And Spinatola, 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 Spinatola. That's right. That sounds more right. Spinatola going out. Very unfortunate. And still, this Italian team was able to get win two penalty shootouts. If he plays, they win by two goals. Oh, if he plays, the games are different. I feel the... Okay, okay. Real quick. I didn't have this in the notes. Um, your what? Who was your player of the tournament? Do you have a player of the tournament? Or uh, even... Do we still have my predictions on here? Uh, predictions. Let's see. For a player of the tournament... You had Kane for Golden I Ball. I had Kane Kane for one of them. Man. Okay. Oh, and Cristiano Ronaldo won the Golden Boot. He broke. He him and Schick for from the Czech Republic had five goals. Ronaldo had more assists, so he wins the Golden Boot. That's by the way, stupid. 
Well, yeah, it's kind of Patrick Schick. Honestly, he's he's my my golden boot what? winner. Pinaldo scored twice from the spot, dude. No, three times. Three times from the and spot. two tap twice ins. in one game. Yeah, um, Pinaldo tapping Aldo. Okay, so who's your? You can go surprise player of the tournament, player of the tournament in general. Or you can do both, even if you want. Surprise player, Patrick Schick. Uh, player of the tournament. Uh, I'm not just saying that as by yeah. Uh, Pedri. In 18 months for Spain, he could be something really incredible. As a surprise player or a player? Surprise. Well, not even... He's kind of in the middle. He's not really, like, surprised because you, like, know about it. Even though he's 18, you kind of, like, know oh, yeah, that... he's a Barca. He's special, but he was so good. And he has to reborn. In 18 months in the World Cup, Spain will be among the favorites because of him. So, listen, okay, as... As long as they find a striker, England's losses, they've got to be considered a favorite for Qatar. Among the favorites, yes. Uh, I'd I'd say the among the favorite group involves France, Italy. I think Germany will have themselves together a bit more by then. With Hansi Flick, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who do we? Spain. Pedri. (laughs) Pedri's crazy. He's going to be, what, 19, 20 by then? Yeah. Because uh, it's Belgium, in it's in the winter. It's Belgium's last ride. Yeah, Belgium. It's with, all with or their with their here. with their you know golden generation. Yeah. Um, Belgium. I don't know if they'll be. It depend. It just depends on injuries for them because they're a little older. Um, I don't. I can't put them in the group of like among the favorites at this exact moment. Um, no, they'll be. In they'll the be close. They'll, they'll be. Cl- be they'll probably end up in that group. Um, obviously Brazil. You have to go to you have to go outside Europe now because it's the World Cup. So Brazil, Brazil and Argentina, um, could be Chile's last big ride to the United States. Life. Obviously, no, I'm kidding, dude. If we, you never know. Honestly, it just depends. I was talking. I was talking on Twitter last night. Um, I think the United States, depending on the draw, could realistically make finally get back to the quarterfinals and really challenge for a our, semi spot, which, which would, would be, be our best finish. Since what? Oh two, oh six. That would be top. That was our best finish since nineteen thirty three. Um. Yeah. The first World Cup, we finished. Which is kind of wild. That third. Yeah. Wait, the first <laughs> World we, Cup had a really really weird format. Yeah. Didn't we lose to Brazil in the semis? Like we just. I think we scored first, really? and then I think I've read once that we scored first, and then just, or we were level and just playing, uh, park the bus, uh terrorism ball yes. ball time yes. and then just finally just died outside brazil finally scored please join the church of uh, park the bus's terrorism <laughs> i don't like it it's no fun to watch no it's not um but yeah that group uh it's gonna there's also gonna be more teams right mm. in qatar or is that is that for is the first one with so the one in the one joint hosted here is yeah. the first one with 32 right yeah Okay. So there will be three teams a group. You play two. Groups. I don't like that. Why? Just don't do that. The World Cup was fine. The format is great. Uh, I get why. I just don't like the way they're doing it. Me neither. Um. Okay. The reason. The reason why is they just want to get more countries in the World Cup. Yeah. That they don't want to have another scenario where Italy, the Netherlands, and the United States all don't qualify. Even though we none of those three teams deserve to in qualify. No, none of them deserve to. FIFA makes a lot more money if they're all three there. Right. You can't, yeah. 
Okay, I do have a question though, because the host nation obviously automatically qualifies because they're hosting. Twenty twenty six or not, they haven't. Made they it. haven't decided. Uh, okay. I don't think they'll be giving that one out, especially because it's three Concacaf teams too. Yeah, uh, I, don't I, think, I don't think with joint bids they're going to be doing that. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't think you can with the three best. Con- arguably, I think the they're three just going to give Concacaf an extra slot or two. I think that would be fair. Yeah, just to ensure that, and obviously with a Concacaf World Cup. Like being hosted in three Concacaf nations, just give them an extra two spots. Which that may not even be the most hosts we'll ever see. Yeah. Uh, in 2030, I don't know why I said 1933. I meant 1930. Um, 33 is an odd year. Yeah. Like that wouldn't happen. Uh, but 2030, obviously the centenary. Uh, so the hosts of the first World Cup, Uruguay, wanted to host, which would make you know yeah. make sense. But That's obviously they happen. don't have the infrastructure anymore. Yeah. So they've gone into a huge bid. Uh the just the, like a South America big, bid? <laughs> no, it, it's Argentina, Chile, Paraguay, and Uruguay. It's like South Four South countries. South South yeah. America. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's four countries. Uh I'm sure they'd put the final at the uh Centenario in Montevideo. Honestly, um, that one might be one that I... It's between them and England for 2030, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, after the way things went pre- and post-game, I'm not sure FIFA will be Inclined. too eager to put... what The decision is still England. for, what, another year or two? I think it would be a whole of Britain bid, though. I don't think it would be an like England. UK? Bid. Yeah. Yeah. With Ireland, I think in Scotland and not, uh, not that Ireland has a ton and of Glasgow. Players. I think Glasgow would Glasgow they better not put it at Hampden, dude. No. Hampden was put it terrible. at Celtic Park. Celtic Park. And um yeah. Ibrox. Yeah. Rangers or uh Winfield Stadium, I can't remember. You yeah, think I'd know it. I played so many seasons there in <laughs> FM while I, yeah. because like uh, while yeah. I was waiting for my own stadium to finish. Not Hampden. Um, Hampden's too No, Linfield and Belfast. Yeah. Um that's right. It's their stadium. And Cardiff, you hosted a Champions League final there. Cardiff, yeah. London, Manchester. London, you have like 12 stadiums right. to work with. Uh, you could literally have a London World Cup. You probably could. Just with the amount of if, stadiums. If you, you if you gave Villa, uh, not Villa, uh, if you gave Palace and uh, Watford and... Upgrades to... Yeah, if, if you gave yeah. them some money to do it, to you know build up their stadium, Fulham. You could, yeah. Which, I mean, they're already doing it, but right. Craven Cottage is tiny comparatively. Right. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, yeah. 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 They they could probably do it. Um, Yeah. I think the World Cup in Uruguay would be... That's what I want. Yeah. And then I want another one back in Africa. Oh, most definitely. Because although uh, South Africa bought the 2010 World Cup, <laughs> it was... It was incredible. And, and the and quality of the game wasn't as good as other World Cups. It was the most fun. Yeah. Very dramatic as well. Yeah. Which, of course, that's the nature of the World Cup. Had the best soundtrack, too. Waka Waka and, oh, and Wave the best and Flag. Song, definitely. Waka Waka and Wave and Flag. Yeah. Best songs ever made for a, a, for a World Cup. Not For any sporting event, dude. The Vuvuzelas were kind of, you know. Uh, dude. They're icon- it's I iconic. Love it. They're I, iconic. Yeah. They're iconic. That's fair. Uh, that's all you can ask for, honestly. At the time, I thought they were the coolest things ever, and I wanted one. Yeah, 
Just sound like bees were all around the stadium at I all kinda, times. I kind of still want one, to be honest with you. Like two bucks. Are you serious? I don't know. Maybe. Probably get a plastic. Give me a second. I'll pull up eBay. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, they were all plastic. I... <laughs> it's, it's not like they're out here making, you know. Mentioning the United States, we're going to move on to the Gold Cup. Yeah. Match forget forget about forget about the Copa America. Which Argentina won? We're get, we're gonna get there in a minute. No, no, no! Forget about the Copa America and forget about the Euros. Those Mickey Mouse tournaments. Oh, right, yeah. We're here for the real international competition where we throw our B team out there. The <laughs> Concacaf Gold Cup. The Concacaf the. Gold Cup. Every other tournament is Mickey Mouse and soft. Doesn't and matter. Means nothing. Except Pinaldo and Pessi, zero gold cups. Except combined. for the African Cup of Nations. Mickey Mouse. Asian Cup, Mickey Mouse. Oceanic Whatever they Cup, call the Australian one. Uh, Oceanic, Oceanic Cup, Mickey Mouse. The CONCACAF Gold Cup, better than the World Cup. The I don't care. It's better than the World Cup. When do you get Mexico drawing with Trinidad and Tobago in their group stage? You Bro, don't get that at the World Cup. No one can tell me they would rather watch Italy-England over... over uh, Martinique, Haiti. El Salvador, Guatemala... Or what we're going to get in a little bit, which is uh, Haiti and Martinique. and Martinique, Guadalupe and Costa Rica. Doesn't get any better. U.S. Virgin, uh, Gold Cup qualifying, you get stuff like U.S. Virgin Islands and British Virgin Islands. It doesn't get World better. World-class tournament, dude. Um, U.S. played Haiti in match day one. Uh, sure enough, you can get a you can get a Vuvuzela for $8. $8. Okay, $8. $8. Off. Yeah. Um, United States 1-0 Haiti. The very first note we have. Hope Yule doesn't play again this tournament. <laughs> I hope he never I hope he never puts on a national team jersey again. I don't know who started uh the the myth that Jackson Yule is a good soccer player, but I am currently in contact with the NSA. Your phone calls and emails are being monitored and you will be sent to Guantanamo Bay if you continue. Uh he had okay, to be fair to him. He had one good moment to in the whole game. When he got subbed off? <laughs> no, he was he got himself into trouble and got out of it. If Jackson Ewell can't play good against Haiti, who can he play good against? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like our like the Houston Dynamo? They're probably worse than Haiti. Toronto? I don't even know if you could play better against Toronto. Jackson Ewell is just like not good. I'll say we're not a Jackson Yule stand podcast. He's this generation's Will Trap. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, his one no, I, yeah, no. His one good moment is when he got sucked off. <laughs> Busio was miles better, and he wasn't even anything amazing. Yeah, no. Busio played fine. <laughs> he never. He didn't really have <laughs> enough time to get into it. He was playing deeper than Yule. He uh, didn't lose the ball every he time. Hit the, he, got he, it. he hit the crossbar. If he had scored that goal, the roof was coming off the place. The roof is coming off a 30% capacity place. You didn't know. He plays for Sporting Kansas City for now. Uh, And and the U.S.'s group is in Kansas City for the entirety of the group stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can do the... You can add the one plus one and get your answer yourself from that. Um, Zimmerman started... Played good. Played played well. Yeah. Uh, the one goal that the United States scored, uh, he was the, um, 
I don't know, the first pass in it. Uh, a really nice ball through the lines to, who was it to? Was it, I don't remember. Was it, it wasn't It got Zardes, to Areola was, first, and then yeah. he crossed it in to uh, Zardes, yeah. who just like nodded it back. Flicked it on to uh, yeah. Sam Vines. Sam Vines. Um, but Zimmerman was solid. His between the lines passing was um good. Was was needed. You can tell that Gary Smith has taught him well. Yeah, one of the better players on the pitch. Yeah, uh, and that's not really saying much, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I mean, but he was he was he one good. Of, yeah, he he was not bad. He was he was solid. Other than Walker or Zimmerman, nobody really stood out. Not, no, I thought not Shaq Morris was solid. Shaq his, Moore played really well. Sha- I thought or Shaq Moore. I don't know why I keep thinking he's Shaq Morris. He play, uh, yeah, Shaq Moore played good. Shaq Moore plays those those balls in that on FIFA you hold down right bumper and uh, an X. The, the finesse little, pass. Yeah, yeah. Those little curved finesse balls in. Um, and I just thought his work rate's really solid. Uh, I thought Shaq Moore played really well. He did. Yeah. I'm I'm a Shaq Moore stan. I watched him play. And, I'm not I, I mean I'm not going to jump like on a ship. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think he plays well. Yeah, Jackson Ewell plays another second of this tournament. <laughs> and and I am going off. to personally fire Greg Birdhalter. Uh next game is get Mart against Martinique on Thursday. So he night. might actually play that game. He better not play as anything other than a substitute. In the 90th minute, just to use clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope Buzio starts. I I, I, I think he should. Uh, Who was the other one that came on that was Kansas City native? I just His um, name is, he at the post. He had the number eight shirt on. I don't, Zook, uh, hold on. Let's no, not Joe Akini. He's from France. Maybe that is? No, they were saying somebody's from I don't Kansas underst- City. I don't understand. Yeah, it's Buzio. I thought they were saying someone other than Buzio was from Kansas City. Maybe like from Kansas City, but not sporting Kansas City. Like from the town of Kansas City. Yeah. Is what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I am thinking of whoever you just said. Joaquini? Yeah. Joaquini, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh yeah, I, I don't know I don't know where the myth started that he's national team quality as well. Because no one was hyping him up. And then he, he gets onto the US squad against Panama and Austria. Scores twice against Panama. Yeah. A Godoyless Panama. That's why. Yeah. Uh and think. and like he that, plays in he plays in League Duh. Like he was okay. Hang on, I'll give you his League Duh stats. He hit the post uh in the second half. Nicholas Joachini. He plays for Caen in League Duh. Durr. He played 30 matches, started 21 of them. Oh, wow. So he started like half the season. Played 2,000 minutes. You don't know how many goals he scored? One. Four. Four. He's in the midfield. Uh, Four's not play, terrible. He plays as a right winger for Kong. Oh, really? In 30 Ooh. matches, he scored How many assists did he have? None. Oh. He had more red cards than he had assists, dude. Two red cards? One. One. Okay. Daryl DK came on. Yeah, I think Daryl acknowledge his appearance. Daryl DK, he's he was brought into the squad to give himself an opportunity to distinguish himself from uh, Sergeant yeah. and Pefok. Um, played pretty good. Didn't really have too much time to do anything. The formation wasn't 
ideal for him either, so it's not like he was getting too much service from anyone other than Busio. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, DK was, I mean, he was, I think, he came on. I think Josh Sargent needs to perform in World Cup qualifying. Uh, assuming that DK does well the rest of the Gold Cup. Just for Josh Sargent's sake. Pefok did good in the Nations League uh, when he came on. Uh, but yeah, Josh Sargent, he's, he just doesn't score a lot of goals, which from a number nine you need. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, th- I halfway wonder if it's just something that, like, if the way he plays for the national team is just, like, him being in Werder Bremen mode because they defend so much. So, yeah. so like, there was times during the Nations League he was basically playing as a box-to-box nine. Yeah, which is not what you're wanting from no. your gap uh, front. Not that he's not a good player because he very much is. It's just that, like, I don't know that he fits what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, Ariola came off. Due to 14 minutes in tightness, yeah, something like that. That's when Joe Keeney came in. Now the United States doesn't really have any wingers. Um, Zardes can play on the wing. He can. He has for the national team playing. Cannon time. Reggie Cannon could probably play. Shaq Moore can play there. on the wing. Yeah, Shaq Moore and uh, Cannon. Cannon was supposed to start, and then he got what? He either got some like COVID quarantine thing, or I don't know. I didn't hear pro- about COVID that. protocols or something. I didn't hear about that. Um, it was something like that because he was supposed to be in the team or starting and he wasn't able to. But yeah, nothing really too much to look forward to in the group stage. Yeah, uh, uh, United States play Martinique. Haiti plays Canada. Everything's Canada. a formality right now yeah. until we play Canada on Saturday. No, because we play Martinique on Thursday. Sunday. We play Canada on Sunday. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's, I mean, not much to talk about for Gold Cup. It's not really, like, you have Acosta, who was in the side in the Nations League. Uh, and he, he always plays, like, okay. Legit plays every game. Yeah. He played fine. He was he was okay. He was a captain today, actually, or yesterday. <clears throat> um, Miles Robinson Matt Turner fine. was kind of shaky. <laughs> In possession. There, there was times when Walker Zimmerman seemed like the only defender who actually wanted to defend. Which he but does. Want by to and large, all the defenders did fine. Yeah. Vines obviously got the one goal. Um, it's Haiti. Yeah. There's not anything other than a victory would, would have been news. Yeah. And even a 1-0 win against a bunch of USL players. And, and a bunch of people that weren't actually there because yeah, they their had whole five. squad got... They had five uh, outfield players. Yeah, and they couldn't come yeah. because of COVID protocols. Yeah, and well, no, one goalkeeper and no, two goalkeepers and I just know they had five total. Okay, so two goalkeepers and three outfield players that were in COVID pro- that test positive. Uh, so yeah, yes, they play later this week, and then they play Canada on Sunday. So we'll the next Monday the group stage will be wrapped up and knockout rounds will be ready to go. Uh, first time I think first time we talked about the Copa America, Argentina won. Yeah, Copa America. Um, just, just quick because there's not much to talk about on it. Either. Not from this match specifically. Nothing much to really touch on. Argentina won. Nil Brazil. Uh, our first mention of the Copa America. We kind of made a mistake. Didn't talk about it last week. 
We talked about it. Well, we mentioned it was going on. Yeah, because we I, I remember us talking about how terrible the grass was. Yeah, we made fun of the grass. Uh, the grass was still pretty bad at the American Isle. Yeah. But it is Argentina won. Messi has a trophy. Yeah, his first international trophy since Major. the 2008 Beijing Olympics. Yeah. Which aren't even trophy. That's just a medal. It's an under-24 tournament. Yeah. 23? 24. It is 24? Yeah, it's 24. Okay. Um, Di Maria scored the one goal. I thought he played really well, well in the highlights because I was not able to watch it live. Uh, you watched it live, right? All ninety minutes, pretty much. Both, yeah. I watched the whole game. Uh, both teams just kind of. It just kind of happened, honestly. Yeah, the game just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, I think the Copa America really missed the fans the most. I think. There was there was some. I know there was a there was some. There was like one section. Yeah. From both countries. Of like maybe a hundred people each. Yeah, um, but I think the Copa America more than other tournaments misses the fans the most. Yeah, just um, because I think um, they bring more flair and Brazil were probably the better team the whole game. They bring a different the fans bring a different vibe down in South America. Yeah, but yeah, Brazil was probably the better team the whole game. Uh, Argentina did really well defending. They a countered, really well taken had, goal. Yeah, they had countered and got a goal. It's uh, a nice finish, composed finish by Di Maria. Just yeah, just touches it over Ederson. It's a good ball over the top too. Yeah, um, solid enough to get him into space, uh, and a good finish. And Messi's done it. I feel like it should be more of a big deal. Um, and I think it would have ESPN been. ESPN posted that weird picture of uh, Messi with the Copa Trophy and LeBron with the Finals Trophy yeah, in 2016. I didn't really understand that one. Yeah, um, I just, I've, LeBron has four rings, so I. Don't uh, really I mean, get I get it. I get what they were going for with because the caption like, was, was something like the Cleveland Some thing. trophies mean more. Yeah, uh, I guess. Like okay, but the World Cup means more. But, but like, you know. there was absolutely zero reason to shoehorn LeBron James into. I don't it's know ESPN. what it is with Americans. We yeah, talked, I know it's ESPN. We haven't talked about LeBron I know it's in a month. Well, actually, that's not true. Skip does it every day. But well, Skip works for Fox now. Yeah, his whole career was based on LeBron. Dude, you sent me that old NBA tweets account, and um, I love that account. That account is incredible. The, the post that's supposed to be the day LeBron was born, and it was Skip Bayless, and like he was like something's wrong today. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's pretty good. Uh, um, Skip. Uh. We don't have to hear Stephen A. Smith talk about soccer anymore. I'm going to do that soccer. Yeah, I'm we don't have to do hear it. that anymore. Uh, it's okay. We'll survive. Yeah. Um. I was surprised and not surprised that Robbo was not with Ian for the... Ah. I mean, you knew ESPN was going to put Taylor in the... Taylor's, yeah. Taylor's fine. Bro. I don't know what was going on. Taylor Twelman did not speak. Like for I didn't the first hear him speak for ten minutes of, of the second first half. ten minutes of the second half. He just yeah, you texted me that like at the fifty fourth minute. I was like, huh, I haven't heard him talking. I swear, he, like I don't know if I don't know if he just they like, were in house like too. They were in, yeah, they were, they in, were in, in Wimbledon. Wimbledon. So I don't know if we're just like he just wasn't saying anything. I don't know if he just, just like had a bathroom break that took too long or he just caught the it, lines caught for the concession the... stand were too long or. Yeah, that was his mic wasn't working or something. But yeah, for the first like ten minutes, I mean, he Ian, wasn't. Speaking. Ian Dart carried it perfectly fine. Like I didn't notice it until you texted me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I haven't heard him talk in eight minutes." And, and then like for a while, it, I was like, "Man, did he talk in the first half?" <laughs> Just got to like, questioning like, okay, yeah, existence. Yeah. 
Uh, anyways, all that from Argentina finally have won the Copa America. Um, not finally. Well, I don't even think Maradona won. No, Maradona didn't win one. Um, That's their first one since like 2002. Yeah. Uh, I had a thought. When the U.S. and Mexico um, played in the Copa America, was it 2017? 16? 2016. I wonder why they don't just... Like I know it's call me ball, but they should they should just play it every time. What do you mean? It's for USA and Mexico should always play in the Copa America. Well, they couldn't invite anyone this time. I know, but I'm saying like in the future, like all they like, you should combine the two federations just for the Copa America and have like I don't know. I know because it's different federations tournaments that. They're not a part of yeah. Combat Ball, but and I wouldn't want them to be because for World Cup qualifying purposes, right? But I th- for the Copa America, I would love for them to be in that tournament every time it's played. Yeah, just for pure entertainment, and it would make the U.S. national team better. Yeah, it it probably would. Like, cause I don't care about the Gold Cup really. Like, I mean, I will watch it and talk about it because that's what that's we what do, yeah. and that's U.S. is playing. If we were playing in the Copa America, U.S. Is, is not sending, I don't know, Sam Vines to Brazil? No, I, of course not. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I just It was so much fun when they were in the Copa America in 2016 until you get lose 4-0. But, I mean, they, before that was, before that was a lot of fun. Um. I don't know, and it's in the name, Copa America. North America is America as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I just think that would mean that the United States and Mexico would be playing in a prestigious tournament. More often, yeah. Than every four years at the World Cup. Yeah. It, it would make And I think it, more people would care about it. It would make us better, yeah. Which, I mean, that's the goal. Right. Um. I know it's an incredible. I know it's a way out there idea. <laughs> I don't know. I think. I just don't think that it's. I, I don't know. I think you can play the Cup of America and have USA and Mexico in it every time, <clears throat> and not. And I don't know. Have the Gold Cup for all the other countries until they show that they're like on. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Copa America is weird because, like, they had it in 2015 and 2016. Yeah, it's strange. Commonwealth just kind of has it whenever they want. They just got to schedule it yeah. just here. Yeah. All right, now. All right, no, 20, 2016 made sense because that was the 100th anniversary, but, like, why couldn't you have just waited not, not, not played the 2015 right. one? Yeah. That um, was kind of weird. Um, But, yeah, I don't think that idea is too radical, honestly. And no. not just as an invitation team, as like USA, Mexico, y'all two are going to be in the Copa America. Bring Canada too. Why? For Davies. For one player? Jonathan David and... Alistair. Alistair Johnston, the greatest player in CONCACAF right now. Junior Hoylet, FIFA 16, Queens Park Rangers legend. Uh, who else plays there? 
I managed Canada and FM, so I should know. Steven Eustachio, um, Samuel Piet. Piet, yeah. Uh, plays for Montreal. I don't know. I think USA and Mexico should be permanent members of the Copa America. Not Comet Ball, but Copa America. We've got a few South American teams in hockey, yeah. Why not? I mean, uh, they're essentially. No, South I mean, American. like, we've got. We've got Who? French Guyana. Yeah, so they're Regular essentially. Regular Guyana, Suriname. Yeah, so they're essentially South America. No, they're like in South America proper. They're not like a Caribbean nation that's off the coast of South America. It's oh, then they, yeah. They just got tired of being beat up on by Argentina and Brazil. Yeah, eight nil every time. Yeah, so they said so they moved to Concacaf. So they could lose. So the four so or five the, nil yeah, so they could lose in Gold Cup qualifying to to Trinidad, 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 and Haiti and by Dominican like two one Republic. or something. Yeah, yeah, in Jamaica. Jamaica. Leon Bailey, is he still a thing? Oh, who is Leon wh- Bailey still wh- a thing? Yeah, Leon Bailey's still very much a thing. Uh what's Jamaica's Gold Cup squad looking yeah, like? Yeah, they let's pull this up real quick. Because I know they have Mikhail Antonio. Gold. They have Antonio? Yeah. No, maybe not in the squad, but he's Jamaican. Well he he declared for Jamaica. Andre Blake, of course. Yeah. Uh, they're in a group with Costa Rica, Suriname. Oh, Leon, Leon Bailey is playing. Thankfully, they're going to be in Group C. They are in Group C. Oh, they're in the group with Costa Rica too. See, like Concacaf isn't terrible. Did they call up Antonio? Oh, let's see. He was on their provisional roster. He'd be a forward. That's midfielders. Uh, no, they didn't. They did not. They must be holding him for World Cup qualifying. Yeah, I guess so. They do have Andre Gray, Leicester City legend. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the Gold Cup. I think what the top six of top two of isn't it. bad. Uh, it's okay. USA Mexico. Beyond, USA Mexico. And then, T- and then uh, space. Else. And and then Canada, Jamaica. And, and then, then uh, no, Costa else. Rica too. Canada, Jamaica, Costa Rica. And, and then everyone else. Honduras is kind of in that low everyone end. They're kind of in the middle. Everyone else. Honduras used to be decent. They made Brazil. Yeah, they made but. Brazil. They made the 2014 World Cup. But they're not consistent. No. Costa Rica made the last two World Cups. Yeah. You got um, anything else to talk about? I don't think so. Yes, I think, I think my USA-Mexico should be in Copa America thing was the last little bit. Yeah. I've been going for an hour and 20 minutes almost. Um, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, guess that'll wrap it up for this week. See you back next Monday. My voice will not be gone next, we'll have next week. two Gold Cup games to talk about. Uh, MLS game. Well, we'll have knockout round to look at. Yeah, two Gold Cup up. group games to talk about. An okay, MLS is, the gold, to talk is about. the Gold Cup still doing that like call-up thing? Like, I remember the last Gold Cup, you could, like, bring, like, four or five you may new be players to, into you the knockout rounds. To. I don't know. Like, you could go up to 28 guys I in know. your squad, something like that. They may not just because COVID protocols. Yeah. That may, that be, that may be a thing they don't okay. want to try. Yeah. Good point. Okay, so uh, Nashville plays Chicago at home this Saturday night. Uh, I don't know if I'll be there. You said you'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. I... 
might be there. Just depends. Um, so show up. Yeah. Go and let's let's be get twenty three thousand even. Let's get Ake Loba in the squad. Uh, we'll see you next Monday. Yeah. Or talk to you next Monday. Whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, Monday. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk about Nashville getting three points. Uh, no more Euros. That's really weird. That is just over now. Right. It's been like a daily thing for a month. Yeah. It's just gone. And like, but like the good thing is we've got Gold Cup and MLS to hold us over. Because like by the time the Gold Cup ends, domestic leagues in Europe. I think the day started. the Gold Cup ends is uh, the first day of the Premier League. That seems a little early. Community Shield, at least, Commu- is probably I'll, I'll that look. day. I'll, um, anyways, we'll figure it out before it's over. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you Monday. Thanks yep. for listening. Uh, thank Thanks you, Ronan. No problem. And thank you, me. You're welcome. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Uh, till then, have a good one.